Guys, welcome back to episode Alejandra Sadanan. I think it's 260. 260. I thought it was 269. Are you sure about that? Nope. Me neither, dudes. But guys, it's another beautiful day for a podcast. And we're back. 261. Uh, 261 you guys uh you haven't seen this episode watch it all the way through man we have a beautiful day ahead of us and we've had a beautiful life and first off you know we want to say as as the hosts we apologize right well yeah that's your one sincerely i'm nope now harry potter's playing man sorry i'm getting a call from san antonio texas who gives a shit? That's the second Put call. Put it on. Santa answer Antonio, it. Texas get it today. from on speaker. No, because what if it's some sort of headhunter? They're after me goods. Trying they're to after get me you, goods. Trying to, they're trying to hire you, man, for a big sales job. Anyways, guys, look, as the two, as the hosts, right, of Beyond the Pine, as the faces of Beyond the Pine, um, us and the whole team, you know, the whole team behind the on scenes. On behalf of Sugar Pine 7. We, 7. We want to apologize for not putting out an episode last week and also not saying anything about it. What had happened was your boys, both individually and together, had damn near one of the craziest weeks, craziest, busiest weeks of our of lives. Of our lives. And um, you said it first, Jake. The time had gotten away from us. Yeah. And before we knew it, the week was up. Before you know? we knew it, dude, I can't even believe it's already today like needing to film the next podcast like i'm already like no way that's four days from now like that's what happened today so we could actually just stop right now and do it next week we could just do it next week no i love it we love doing it man we'll just keep pushing all the sponsors so then when we do come back there's one episode with (laughs) constant sponsors yeah you guys it's been a fucking crazy one thank you all of you that came out to whales talks first ever show that was in los angeles dude we direct supported 1990 Nowhere, man. I was working harder than ever in my life to, to make that happen and went through and faced so many challenges and hard hardships, truly, um, that I'm not even going to get into um, going into Look, the that thing that show. matters is that you guys absolutely fucking killed it. Thank you, dude. You were so good, dude. Anyone who wasn't there, big fucking bummer because you guys big missed, bummer. like, and no joke, I'm not just saying this because you're my best friend. An absolutely fantastic show. You guys were so good, dude. I can't Thank wait you, to man. see like your next show. Thank you, dude. Um, I'm going to try to make it. No promises. Yo, you're actually going to be stoked-ish uh, on the next show because uh, an unfortunate thing happened, so it's good that I'm announcing it. They already announced it. Pale Waves um, had to cancel the rest of their tour, so they're not playing that headlining so show, headlining? which is the next one. No, we're not headlining. Um, it's... That would be cool, but we were already playing that show as direct support, so like nothing would change except for we'd be the headlining band. Like mm-hmm. we're not ready to headline it, I don't think. But <clears throat> but instead, I don't even think I'm allowed to announce this yet. So shut the fuck up about this. But instead, the headlining band, the headlining artist is Isaac Dunbar. I don't know who that is. He's fucking dope. It's uh it's a. Uh, it was like a oh man, and then like a what? Who is that? Sing a song now. Uh, okay, okay. Brush your teeth, you onion boy. That sounds like something made up. No, I swear to God. Brush your teeth, you, you onion, onion boy. boy. Stop the crying. Yeah, but don't talk about it. Don't tweet about it. Shut the fuck up about it. I should. I'm not even. I shouldn't have even said anything about it until wow, I got the dude, flyer. You're gonna get fucking canceled for that. But bro. yeah, who knows? And something might change. But I bet that's the plan. Anyway, so that's gonna be on the same date, same location all that jazz. Um, and then we just announced that, uh, we're doing a third show 10 days ish after the, uh, Tempe marketplace show, um, on the 19th. Uh, and we are opening order support. I'm not sure which one it is yet, but for beach weather. So sick. Very excited about that. So tight. Very excited about that, but it's been just a fucking crazy. You guys like, if we ever don't do a podcast or it's late, it's literally because we absolutely couldn't. Um, and 
we're back and we're here and we love you and we love to be here for you. And, uh, life has ups and downs, man. And we're making the best with this time that we have. And it's because we're like truly so busy to where it's not just like working normally every day. Like 90% of people do, but it's like, it's like so much better than that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like every waking moment of every day is filled with things that we're doing and work that we're doing, whether it's for like our jobs or for personal projects or show real. It's like literally it's like every waking hour. And you know, when you don't have, when you have like one hour free or something, yeah, I'm going to fucking fire up Elden Ring, dude. I'm level 106, bro. Dude. Morgoth the Omen King in one fucking tribe. I beat, I beat Margaret a million, Margaret, Margaret a million times. You didn't, you beat Margaret once and it was with me because I was summoned me in. And it was easy, dude. And it was (laughs) easy. Because you summoned me in, dude. And it was easy, bro. Mm. Dude, I've beaten so many bosses on the first try in this run through. That's crazy, man. I mean, you're, you're unholy. In that game. I witnessed it when I was in LA because I went to LA for the show and then I came back. We drove back after the show. We had to drive our guitarist back, Gianni. And then. Oh, you drove I back? Flew, you fly? I drove back and then flew right, out. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. And then literally the next day flew back out um, and was here and the girls were doing sessions and I did James's birthday party with him that the one night, <laughs> just the two of us. I <laughs> did James's birthday party for him with him. And it was, that was fun, man. That was really fun. And we Dude, have something that I couldn't give a fuck about going to what's a club. Up? Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, and guys, we went to a club, man. I mean, it was a bar club. It was a, it was a blub. It, yeah, for sure. But it was definitely yeah. like clubs are just not my vibe. I'm not a fucking hype. Like, scream until your voice is hoarse, like dancing the night away. Like I like to be chill, chilling, but still like if I'm going to go crazy and shit like that, I'd rather be at like a party. I'd rather like have a party. Well, and I I feel like our, I can speak for us both here. Our ideal party situation, dude, is when the vibes in the place are fucking fire. Everyone's kind of doing their own thing. Maybe there's like a DJ or something. Maybe each room is kind of like a Wes Anderson set. Yeah, um, maybe. maybe there's an indoor outdoor smoking section. Yeah, and maybe they have there's a, a bouncer beverage. at the door who's dressed like Aladdin. Yes, and, 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 and his name was Aladdin. Right. I believe. His name was Aladdin. He was dressed like Aladdin. And he was dressed like Aladdin. I mean, you can't go wrong with that. Um, yeah. And, you know, on top of that, no affiliation to the movie. Girl at the White Horse, you know. Right. Yeah, and Rest so maybe peace. our Actually, favorite. Actually, I, I heard that it reopened. No, that was a lie. You heard that from me. That was me. a lie? Yeah. And you lied to me? Yeah, all the time. You just got to catch them or else, okay. you know what I mean? But yeah, I'm just guessing that I can speak for us both here that that's more of our vibe where when it is awesome there and it's rowdy, there's actually only like five people dancing and everyone else is kind of just standing and doing their thing in different sections. But then on the dance floor area. Thank you so much to our lovely sponsor, HelloFresh, for sponsoring today's episode of Beyond the Pine. You guys, we love HelloFresh over here. I am now an active, everyday HelloFresh user. I love HelloFresh so much. It's incredible. So thank you to them, guys. What is HelloFresh, you may be asking yourselves. Well, with HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and most importantly pull out your wallets and put them back away, it's affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit, you guys. HelloFresh is here to make your hectic fall weeknights a little easier and a lot more delicious. They're quick and easy meals, including 20-minute meals, low prep, and easy-to-clean-up options. Take the stress out of the mealtime with time-saving, no-fuss recipes ready in a snap. And that's something I love about it is the fact that it's like a full, beautiful, fresh, home-cooked meal, and it's quick. HelloFresh works with your schedule. Plans are flexible, and you can change your meal preferences, update your delivery day, and even change your address with just a few taps on the HelloFresh app. It's easy, it's fun, it's affordable, it's delicious, it's healthy. You guys, this is uh, one of my favorite things right now, um, and I'm 
always having HelloFresh week by week by week by week by week, and I don't plan on stopping for a hot minute. I've been making so many meals with Dill. She's obviously been the chef. I'm a sous chef here and sometimes just a dicer. But I'm there and it's fun and it's something we can do together and make ourselves affordable, healthy meals, man. Uh, the quality of the food is just fantastic. I love the veggies and the meats and all of these things that come together to make a beautiful meal. It's always surprisingly delicious and fresh. Um, and at this point now, I've had so many, it's not a surprise. It's actually what I expect from HelloFresh and they kill it and knock it out of the park every single time there's so many delicious things dylan just made me these amazing burgers that i was like holy crap how did this happen i love this so much guys go to hellofresh.com pine 65 and use code pine 65 for 65 percent off plus free shipping guys that's hellofresh.com pine 65 okay it's america's number one meal kit so don't waste your time with anything other than the best. That's what I've always said, that's what I'll always preach, and HelloFresh isn't America's number one meal kit. Guys, go do it, support the podcast, and honestly, the moment you try it, you won't, be look you won't look back, you won't be looking back, you'll be looking forward to every meal with HelloFresh. So thank you guys, and enjoy the podcast. Thank you, HelloFresh. Is where we are. Is where we are with our boys, and we're just fucking rapping into each other's ears yep. for hours on end. Freestyling at the top of our lungs, yep. but we can still barely hear each other. And, you know, we have a we have a drink, a little blended drink. Uh, you know, it's got some grapefruit in it. It's got some rosé. It's got some gin. It's got some vodka. It's called Pretty yep. Pink. We have yep. two, three of those, and we're fucking blacked out drunk. I can't believe you remember the name of it, and it kind of made me sad because they closed, man. I didn't want what to a tell special you. time. Honestly, a truly special time. And I, some of me is like, man, we have gone so many more times. <laughs> but it's like, we did go a fair amount of time. We went as many times that as was we our, wanted Whenever to. we went out, that's where we always wanted to go. For like a good like six months, we probably went there yeah. like five or five or four times. Yeah, between two and five times we went there. Yeah. And, you know, because they played amazing music, dude. Whereas the bar we were at, last weekend and again it was really it was a lot of fun because we were with cool people and we were there you know not too long but it was like the perfect amount of time to where we were like time to go yeah um and the mu dude i want like dope music that's like more curated and more like fucking Can't believe like, it man you know special versus like tonight i need like no put on like sorry i had to finish the bar but that's just some normie shit like most clubs are Grab so normie sexy tell them hey, hey give me everything tonight giving Dude, me everything tonight literally every time i'm ever i find myself in a regular ass club or something similar like the one we went to I, I literally have this moment of like, oh, like I am not one of you guys. You know what I mean? And this is like what people like to come do to party and jump around and make out and fuck and stuff like that. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just I'm not one of these people. And you see that shit. And it is like normie shit. Obviously, there's normie qualities about everybody. But in this way, when it comes to partying, not, not me, a, dude. Not a normie. I'm and that is so man. normie. I am so yeah. unique. It's maybe not even unique, just different. You know? There isn't a single thing about me that you'll find in another person. Glasses, mustache, tattoos. Wrong. Anger. <laughs> nope. J James, glasses, mustache, tattoos, anger. The name James. The name James. <laughs> the name James. Yeah, yeah but anyways. put together and you get me. Dude, I was just literally oh, freaking itching my butthole. You got to smell this. Poop. Just kidding, guys. I actually wasn't doing that. But I wish you guys came to my show, man. Some of you did. Some of you no. didn't. <laughs> some of you did. Some of you didn't. And you know who you are. Um, you know what? No, dude, it was so fucking good. Like, Thanks, man. Uh, it just got me really excited for you. And like, because now that you played your first show, it's like leveling up mm -hmm. you know because mm -hmm. like i feel like now and i say now but probably the last 10 years like the way to kind of like build as as an independent artist on your own is like 
whereas like, you know, like 10, 20, 30 fucking years ago, it would have been like playing shows and shit like that, starting really small and just playing a bunch of shows. But now it's like, mm -hmm. you can build a whole audience digitally, you know, with social media and shit like that. And like, but now to play a fucking show, like that's next level. That's like, you're a real fucking artist, you know? Yeah. It's like, weird how like becoming an artist, you know, digitally, I would say like most fucking Spotify artists mm -hmm. are that now. And I could be way wrong about most, but a lot of Spotify artists are like that where like they've never played a show. You know yeah. what I mean? And they're just are online and they're killing it and stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know if how many people actually do that, but like, it definitely seems like it. Now you're, we're in a world where that's like the first thing. First thing is just yeah. to make music and then put it out. And then you could pop off from that, you know? So then it's like, okay, now got to take that and create a show from it. And and that's a whole other beast for sure. Cause I did the, the online thing for with whale stuff for like two years, a year and a half mm -hmm. before the world heard anything in person, but yeah, it's uh, it's good and it's bad because like the people that grind for years and years and years and play like a million shitty shows are so seasoned that once they blow up online or get some traction online, they're already, they're like ready for it. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of the other way where like, now it's like, I have this, the numbers, I have the audience there now and now I have to show up. And so like, there was a lot of like pressure hey, writing on did. that show. Thank you, dude. Thank you, you dude. showed up, man. Thank you, bro. It was so fun. So fucking fun. I wasn't nearly as nervous as I thought I would be. No, your presence was amazing. Like, Thank you, bro. You, you seemed very like, very focused for sure. You definitely seemed very focused, mm -hmm. um, but also like very like chill, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, which I think was a good like angle to take and set. Cause like, when you're, when you're jumping around too much, it looks yeah. very newbie. Yeah. And uh, like, yeah. especially if you are nervous and stuff and like, if you're, you know, your default is to be very like excited and hyper running around and just fucking, and yeah, that's like but most, like, you, most you like energy. reeled that in mm -hmm. and you saved that nervous energy for the actual performance of like mm -hmm. the music and in between songs, you know, you were really like, you're really chill. And I didn't even mean to be that chill when I was talking. You were like, you were like extra chill. I didn't funny. even mean to be. I literally just like, like, <laughs> like you were you. like, thank you very much. Thanks guys. Wow. Two, three, four. Shiny so, got shotgun. Shiny got that map of bottom jigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I literally dude, just you made, like, you made some joke. Do you remember? You made like a joke at one there point. There was one about you guys are cute. Um, at least most of you or some of you or something like that. You guys are cute, man. Some of you anyways. No, it wasn't that. Are we talking about the, this is uh this is the best show we've ever had. You guys are the best audience we've ever had, but this is our first show. So that doesn't mean much. No, tell me the other jokes you said. There's maybe one more. Dude, it's just so funny, man. You said a joke. Was it this one? No. Okay. Well, was it this one? Like you had written them. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't. The only one I said I improv in the car on the way there was the, you guys are the best audience I've ever had, man. But this is our first show. So it doesn't really mean much. Um, there was a, I made a stranger things joke. It might've been that one. <laughs> when, um, what there's, we made an intro for, did I really let go? And it's like, and it's like, should I really let go? Should I? You know who you are. Um, I'm trying to think. No, there might've been one more. Did I really let go? Did I? How's everybody doing tonight? Did I? That's so Did I? How's everybody doing Did I really let go? How's everybody doing so, oh, okay. Another important thing I want to talk about because it just popped into my head. Easily. Very, very big, important update, you guys, to everyone who bought or, yeah, supported the Three Kings. Indiegogo. I'm canceling the shirts. <laughs> Every single shirt and VHS tape is in the mail, baby. Hey! Jesus Christ. That was a big feat. Let for me James. tell you. He'll never Let offer me tell you. something like that again. No, I absolutely will, but like I'm gonna have a fucking service do the whole thing. I don't even want to see it. Yeah, I don't know if anyone out there's ever done like personal merch like that. Now, here's the thing: if I had all the time in the world and I was like free and shit like that, it would have gotten done so quickly. But I had to break up that entire process into like a couple hours here and there 
in between a million other things. And that's and you can why only it do about so a long. shirt or two per hour, three shirts yeah, per hour. Because the stitching, man, it's a yeah. lot that goes into the stitching. It's a lot to stitch those shirts together. And what happened was the further I got along in the stitching, um, the less of a shit I gave. And mm-hmm. so, you know, every size it might they bo- might both be larges, but they're gonna look yeah. vastly different. Completely not true to fit. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but every single one is in the fucking mail and I'm so relieved because it was like one of those big overarching fucking th- things on my plate that I needed to finish up. And also it's been so long that I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, get them out there so that you guys can start getting them and not be like, yo, James, what the fuck dude? Yeah. And I bet they did too. Did you get some DMs you know, going, what the fuck? Um, I definitely had a few people like reach out and just be like, Hey, Hey, what, what the fuck? Hey, dude, just wanted to, you're probably not going to see this, but I just want to say, what the fuck? I've been watching you guys for a while and, uh, what the fuck? Also, uh, about the shirts, what the fuck? Yeah, but Uh, yo, they're in the mail, baby. They are in the mail and I want you to know. And you could dox them all too, couldn't you? To all the domestic people, all the people in the U.S. who bought a shirt, um. You won't be getting it. Dude, I want you to let me know how funny it is the amount of fucking stamps I had to put on each one of them. That's so funny. You, you did stamps, huh? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm you did stamps, huh? I'm going to break like it down. A, kind of an antiquated way. So of, like a month or so ago, Lucas and I, when we first packaged them all. You bought a stamp plan, collection? Nope. Yeah, I had to break into the old stamp collection, dude. Yeah. There's a, there's a few bangers on there that are worth like 50, 60 bucks. So yeah. um, you're going to go ahead and want to pull those right off. Get in there and pull one of those off. No, dude. So our plan back then was to package everything, address everything, take it to the uh, post office and get everything done that day. Didn't realize that like, first of all, the poor post office, it's like one of the most underfunded fucking government institutions in, in the country. Like there's... It's, it's, it's a post office, right? For this entire region. You got, it's because you got to use USSR uh, post. Oh, right. Yeah. That's, that's my B. (laughs) Soviet Russia post. (laughs) Dude, Soviet era Russian. Um, Speaking of Russia, we have something else to talk about, but really, so God bless her. There was this wonderfully helpful and just like wonderfully healthy lady. Dude, her name was joy. And she like personally helped Lucas and I, doing all the packages in like their kiosk thing that they have. Okay. Well, this is the thing I was going to say. There's one like automated kiosk thing where you can like do it all, get the label and ship it. Right. Then there's two people working there at the entire fucking post office. That sounds about so, right. So there's a line of fucking people with one person at the fucking counter and then the other person's helping people at the kiosk. And so there's like, it's, it takes so long to do anything. And we just did all the um, domestic ones that had a shirt and a uh, VHS tape in it on that day. And then we learned that we had to do all the customs forms for all the international ones. Um, and then we were like, okay, like here's something we could do to save time. Uh, we'll just buy, like we'll weigh one of the normal domestic t-shirt packages and find out how much, how much postage we'll need for it and just buy stamps, slap them on, and then fucking put them in the mail, right? So- right. That's what we did in order to save time that we thought ended up not even being able to do that until not the even past couple days. Days. Huh? Just re- agreeing with you. Yeah. Put the stamps on for the amount that I thought was the right amount for all of them. Uh, when I went there today to ship off the international ones, first of all, if you ever go to a counter at, at the post office to try to ship a package internationally, and there's like a lot of them, just know that Good they, luck. by their policy, they can only do 10 at a time. And then you have to go back and wait in line. Are you kidding me? I swear to God. If there's a line, if there isn't a line, then they'll probably just do it. But obviously there's always a line at a fucking post office. Dude, so they that- can only do 10 at a time. And the dude, God bless him. He had to type in everything manually on the custom form. Each and address and everything? Of like 20 packages, yeah. Um, print out the label, do it, and then, I mean, like, fuck. And then I was like, oh, hey, can you just for shits weigh this one that's just a shirt because I have like 50 
more that I have to, that are domestic, that I just have stamps on. I want to make sure I have the right amount on there. So I ended up needing another like dollar of postage on all of them. So I had to buy like 60 bucks of stamps again to put Dude, on you made top no of the rest. profit on the shirts. Oh, no, no, no. God, no. But hey, hey, I'm a man of my word. He's a man of his word. I said you'd get the shirt. I didn't say when. And I didn't say for how much. And I didn't say if. And I didn't ship them. <laughs> and no that's shirts. all an excuse. I never even bought the shirts. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. Not a whole lot because you don't know where I live. Not a whole lot. <laughs> right? But anyways, man, they're all in the mail. So keep a fucking eye out. Uh, to everyone internationally in the UK, Australia, and Canada that ordered stuff, stand by. Because that's going to take a minute to get there. <laughs> Dude, to everybody else who ordered one, Canada, you are in everywhere else. You already know. Austria. Take, just take a 10-2 and stand by because yeah. it's, who knows? Just take a oh, knee. National Anthem's playing. Take a knee yep. and wait. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Guys, I've been in a haze of, of stresses and, and things that have been making me anxious and not being able to sleep uh, these past three, four weeks. It's been a particularly stressful time in my life, um, but all for good reasons. And, and like I said, stress, I didn't say this yet, but like I'm saying, <laughs> stress can be because of good things. It can be because of bad things. It, it can be for any reason, big or small. Um, and it's it's been it's been challenging, but I've been using tools that I've gained through therapy to help me keep myself grounded and present and not thinking about the things that I can't control, but thinking about what I can control. And uh, that's been a tool that I've, I've gained from therapy. Uh, you know, it can be tough to train your brain to stay in problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. And that's what I'm talking about right here is, is finding these tools to get there. A therapist can help you become a better problem solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. You know, just going through moments like this in my life have really been what's inspired me to uh, to join therapy and, and try it out. And, and, and it's been extremely beneficial for me. I've seen myself be able to handle these moments like i said these tools that we have and uh and just remember and kind of go through this checklist of things to keep in mind so that when i'm dealing with a challenge i can actually you know i can squash it and i can handle it and it's not overwhelming like it used to be and these are things that you guys can get from from therapy as well man there's so much um exploration you can do about yourself and and learning your mindsets and your behaviors and, and these patterns. And then, and like I said, the tools to be able to tackle those appropriately that are going to be productive for you. You'll notice that you are less stressed. Um, you can heal yourself from it. You know, it can help with anxiety and depression and, and all of these things that, that are caused by these underlying, you know, just challenges in life. And the challenges just obviously I'm using that as a blanket word because a challenge is something that makes your life difficult, you know, but it's good to go through challenges because if you can, then you grow from it and you become a better person. If you've been thinking about trying therapy and you're unsure and you're like, I don't even know where to start, BetterHelp's here. BetterHelp's got you. It's super convenient. It's accessible. It's affordable and entirely online. So you can just do your thing from the comfort of your home. And it's so easy to just jump in with BetterHelp. Getting matched with a therapist can be super easy. You just fill out the brief survey and you can switch therapists at any time to find the right therapist for you. We can't all be lucky like me and find the right one after the first one, but uh, it, it definitely is important to make sure that you find the right one for you and it's super easy to do that with BetterHelp. When you wanna become a better problem solver, therapy can be there for you. Visit betterhelp.com slash pine today to get 10% off your first month. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash pine. Thank you, BetterHelp. I love you. And it's hey, if you haven't seen Three there. Kings yet, link will be in the description if Clay remembers. It's on Absolutely. the Good Job Films uh, YouTube channel. And uh, it's going to be premiering at a film festival uh, in October around Halloween. That's so exciting. In the UK. Will I be able to watch? Yeah, I think it's going to be streamed online. I'll post about it and shit. I'll be watching. I'll be watching. Yeah, and it's in yep. the UK, which is sick. Is really I was excited sick. for a minute because I was like, we're going to get to go to the fucking UK. And they're like, no shot. And they're like, dude, the queen herself made the selections 
for this before she passed. I'm nobody padre filly is good to santi. Nobody's padre. Dude, Catholic stuff, but they're not Catholic. <laughs> Are they not? No. The royal family? Church of England. What the fuck is the Church of England? They're Protestant. I've heard that word. Henry VIII uh, split off from the Catholic Church however long ago so that he could get divorced. <laughs> and that was how the Protestant Church started. So what are Protestants and why am I mad right now? Protestants are non-Catholic Christians. It's just a different denomination. Okay, it's like the so second largest. Christians. I see. Okay, I'm not mad anymore. So do they go? They worship the prostate. <laughs> Prostitutes. 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 There was the name of the prostitutes. <laughs> and the name of the blessing of the Father and the Spirit of Sciophics. And the Spirit of the Spider. <laughs> and the Spirit of the Spider. I just read all my mic. And the Spirit of the Spider. And the Foreskin. And the Holy Tits. I'm a prostate tits. Dude, me. I'm a prostate tits. And the Spirit of the Spider. And the Spire. And the Spartans. And the Holy Spirit. She had a The Spirit of the Spider. The Sparrow. And the Prostate Tits. In the spirit of the spider. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Just making a total mockery of religion. Dude, we could start a new religion. We can call it the prostate tits. In the spirit of the spider and the sparrow and the holy prostate. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was great. Wow. I'm crying. I am crying. What are we talking about? Um, prostates, right? So prostates. I've yet to I've yet to see mine. <laughs> see your what? Your prostate? Yeah, I'm way too afraid. That's not to the go. thing that could, that sticks out of your ass, right? That's a prolapse. Right. That's when your asshole turns inside out. Fuck. Because there's no way the you muscles. can survive that. <laughs> there's no way that you could survive something like that happening. I just don't know you. how the rest of us, the rest of you doesn't fall out once right? it's at that point. Dude, you know what literally, because I mean? like if that happens, then imagine you push a little bit too hard and your lungs come like, out your ass. Yeah. It's basically like another you coming out of you. It's like your entire inside. Well, the it's the beginning of you. of you turning inside out. That's where you'll turn fully <laughs> inside out from. <laughs> Bro, why? Yeah. Um, from getting ass fucked too many times, mayhaps, and pushing, pushing pee too hard. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Maybe push from pushing prolapse too hard, man. I think that's what that pee? famous song is. I'm pushing prolapse. I'm pushing pee. <laughs> In the name of the spider and the sparrow and the holy prostate. Bless up. Anyways, Dude. guys, I have been uh, very excited to uh, get back to streaming because it's been a minute since I've streamed. That's yeah, been like bro. three weeks. And I was at a point where I was streaming every day and I've totally killed it over there. And I've uh, totally not been doing that. Yeah, I've totally lost it over there, but I'm really excited to come back. I'm sure I'll come back to 15 viewers and it'll be really uncomfortable and sad from all the years of work that I put into streaming, but um, I'm going to because I really love doing it. And Don't guilt trip your audience, bro. I'm not. I, that wasn't my intention. My intention was just like honesty. I know that if you don't stream, people stop watching. I'm going to come back and there'll be less people watching. I but promise I'm okay you, that. you're gonna come back and you're gonna get a hundred viewers because people are gonna be I'm so excited that you're back. I really then, wasn't guilt tripping. I was literally just being not, honest with the like. I know stay. what it is, and I'm cool with that. They're not gonna stay. They're gonna stay. But you'll peak at a hundred. They're gonna stay. I had a there, I had a point where for like a year I was getting like two hundred viewers, one forty to two hundred. Streaming on my own, just doing my thing, man. I really loved it. I really do love it. I well, just got hey, so busy, you know. Yeah, simply. Simply. Simply, dude. Simply, um, dude. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong. Corrected. But you found a new game that your boy's going to also probably play with you on stream. You're absolutely goddamn right, James. I Unless will be playing. Unless you're not going to play that game on stream. Oh, I will be. In which case, you're probably never going to play it again. I actually think we should fully restart. You just want to do that because you fucked yourself. Yes. 
All right, guys. So we're playing I have a half seven days to die and half mod. stamina. We're playing Darkness Falls. It's a mod of seven days to die. We played it when I was in overhauls LA. Overhauls the game for James. It's birthday. a lot harder, and there's like extra things you have to worry about. There's a thing called wellness, which has to do with like your overall, just like uh, your max like health and stamina and shit. And if you die a bunch of times and you're not doing things to keep up your wellness, that drops. So whereas I, a seasoned veteran, have a wellness of like 110. Clay has 50. So that means he, he got two swings and he's done, dude. He's a two, he's a two, uh, fucking two pump chump. Pump chump. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Okay, guys. I didn't know okay. what the fuck was happening. Every time that I would, it would get lower. I didn't even notice it until I only had 60 or 80 left. Um, and I started going, hang on, why is my maximum stamina this? But at this point, I had already died so many fucking times that it said I had a, a death penalty, right? And so I'm thinking, uh, this is simply a temporary death penalty. I'll carry on as per usual. Uh, and then, we'll and then I got to the game. lowest. We'll start he bottomed game. out. I would love to start over. We'll start over. Dude, pick a day. You should stream for like eight hours. That sounds amazing. And I'll be with you. Tomorrow? No. You said pick a day, man. So if you, do you want me to pick a day or are you trying to, you got to pick a day? Well, what is it? I'm saying picking a day as in like, we'll coordinate and like make sure it's a day that we're both available. Not got just it. like you pick a day and if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. So tomorrow? Can't do tomorrow, unfortunately, still. Okay. Day after tomorrow. Can't do Friday. I can do Saturday. And I can do Sunday. I want to play tomorrow. God damn I can it. play tomorrow. Maybe. But I can't do like an <laughs> eight-hour stream tomorrow. I could play like Oh, that's later. okay. Yeah. What time? Um, actually, <laughs> TBD. Meaning, give me a rough time, man. You're blue-balling us here. I'm wrapped at four. Perfect. We're playing by five. Maybe. And then I'm getting dinner with Brian. I don't know what time. Right. Oh, that'll probably be seven, eight. So probably not. Probably won't be able to play tomorrow. I could probably play uh, Friday, just not the eight-hour thing. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, realistically, I'll probably play for four hours. That's sick. I'm saying if we do like an eight-hour thing, then that's like, oh, dude, it like start. Yeah. You know, and go for start eight hours. Start to finish, beat the game in eight hours. Speed run. Speed run. <laughs> Speed run? Speed rum, 70s to die. I mean, I'm game for that, man. That sounds fucking sick. Let's do that on Saturday, and we'll, we'll, well, we'll start, we'll do our Friday sesh, and then we'll go hard on and Saturday. And then we'll go from there. And we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I dig that, and I fuck with that, and I'm excited. And uh, guys, today we have a very special segment that we'd like to enjoy with you, and we're gonna do it now because we don't want to wait till the end. We want to yeah. do it now, and it might spark some more fun things for us, dude. But we decided we would watch our most viral video from Sugar Pine Seven. We don't even really remember what the fuck it is. Um, I literally have no idea. The video is called Sexy Nightmare, and we'll be watching. You may have heard of it. You may have heard of it. It only has 25 million yeah, views. Yeah, you may have and heard of it. 25 it, million people have. 25 million. Most of them, no joke, from? Another country. Yeah. That it, watched it specifically because of the title and the thumbnail. And right. the average What was with the time, thumbnail? The, the thumbnail of the video Sexy Nightmare was a, a picture of Alyssa, Terry, in, she was, it was Alyssa, so right. it was Alyssa, okay. and she was, she was there in the thumbnail. Yeah. Guys, our most viral video, Sexy Nightmare. Today's episode of Beyond the Pine is sponsored by Honey, I'm home, Honey. Guys, thank you so much to Honey for sponsoring today's episode of Beyond the Pine. How do you feel about online shopping and how often do you do it? I know that I do it all the time. And how do you feel about having a promo code ready to go at checkout every time so you save money? Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Um, how does that work, Kib? 
how, Clay, how does that work? How would that even be possible? Well, here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites, and when you click checkout, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey search for coupons it can find for that site, and if it does find a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop, baby. I've done it a thousand times, probably maybe even five million times because it's on my browser. Once I've installed it years ago, I keep it and I use it on every internet shopping site that I use, dude. It's so easy, okay? It saved me money on candy. Musical gear lately. I just bought a snake um, off of Amazon and I saved, uh, I think I saved like $15 on it or something like that, but uh, a snake, not, not a real life snake. It's a musical piece of gear, but um, it's been amazing, huge, because when you're buying stuff, man, and especially if it's work-related and things like that, for anything really, but for me, work-related, just I've been having to buy so many things online and Honey's just been there for me like a little angel in my pocket. And I really appreciate that, okay? Um, guys, Honey doesn't just work for desktop. That's the beautiful thing. It works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show beyond the pine. And what do we want to do? We want to help you out and you want to help us out. And that's mutual helping each other out. And that's amazing. Okay. I'd never recommend something I don't use. So make sure you go use Honey. I can, I can assure you that Honey is right here. Watch, I'm going to click it clicking honey watch this here's proof proofs in the pudding man honey stores trending followed love honey get it to go it's right there and i use it every time i shop i really do i love honey so guys go get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash beyond make sure you go to joinhoney.com slash beyond to help yourself out supporting the show and our lovely sponsor honey so thank you guys so much that's joinhoney.com slash beyond and action action from the director's mouth Kickapon, shut up! Stop, man. Kickapon, stop, please. Gigabon. Is this a nightmare? I don't know. Maybe are you asleep? Oh my God, this isn't a nightmare. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, awesome. I have twelve missed calls from Jeremy. Who's Jeremy? Dude, 1219, uh, and they're just kidding up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that the guy with the, the black sunglasses and the black shirt and the black pants and the black shoes? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, you nailed it. Oh, my God. This is a nightmare. Good morning, Steve. You still owe me two favors. Turns out, Alyssa was right. This surely was a nightmare. Second tricks. Surely. Oh my god. What the fuck are you I doing? Oh, sorry. This, I don't even know what this is, bro. Actually, I don't even remember. Son. I got maybe... I remember now. 36, 38 seconds before I pass on to the next world. I ain't always been a good daddy to you. I know that, but it, it is a bitch. Oh, that hair did me boy. no favors. I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I love my hair now. Your hair is so dope. Me back. I know if there's a God and I hope to meet him soon, that he will grant me this one last wish. Oh my God, I remember this. Oh shit. That's a bitch. You can't do it, can you? <laughs> oh yeah. I love you, boy. I love Dad. Guy, <clears throat> James, can I get a word with you real quick? Yeah. Is it? Alright. Alright. Like, <laughs> into color correction here? I know, right? <laughs> what? Kenny. So you have any thoughts? Kenny. How do you feel about that? I don't know. It's just, it kind of feels like it's... My character talking doesn't feel like it makes sense to the, the entire kind of like theme of the movie about a mute guy who talks. The film, what is this film? This film is a metaphor for unheard millennials whose cries for gun control, look, they're unheard by the older generations. 
This is a piece of shit. I need you to do a more convincing mute voice. Yeah. like this. I think that's a. You got? I think that's like a that's like a deaf voice though, like mute not, voices. Not not not. Everything okay, Rocketman? All right, we're back on it three, okay? No more rockets, we're back on in three minutes. Uh, yeah, uh, we're back on when my client says we're back on. Who is this Jungle Bug motherfucker? That's the fucking director, man. Ooh. Holy shit. Hot take. How you doing, Rocket Man? We've been shooting for three fucking weeks, man, and I didn't said a word until right now. No lines to memorize. We both know you struggle. Homie, walk and talk. Just take a fiber. We're back on in ten. Dude, Make he was 20. such a good villain. He yeah, he's no so good, John too. was such a good fucking villain. Yeah. He nailed Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder. Now that I know who James's manager was, I could have Alfredo do the spying for me. Granted, he's not as gifted as Jeremy, and unfortunately, on, real I quick. didn't really have a good- I've paused it. Dude. I'm like, it's so funny jumping into this episode because I'm like, thrust back into like this entire storyline that we were doing. Yeah. Wild, bro. We need to watch- next week or something the, the whole finale, thing a whole fucking season three dude that's some shit we could do on stream to take breaks yeah but we need to watch the finale oh the yeah 30 minute fucking battle scene yeah yeah it's so Holy funny dude shit. i love be snapping necks i love be smacking necks i love be smacking those necks ready james ready good idea what was going on over there who's speaking it's Steve. I'm. Is it a big production? Hello, Jeannie. No, it's. <laughs> All I want to know is if it's a big production. Yes or no? Simple. Yes or no? I'm talking to the phone, imagining it's you. Kiss me to the phone. God damn it. Even Kib would have been a better person to bring on set, and that is saying something. You know, speaking of Kib, sometimes when I'm in a bad mood, and I know he's in the office, I'll just look at security camera footage of him, and it cheers me up. <laughs> I checked today, and he was playing with dominoes. It was very sweet. I did get a little curious, though, when I saw him notice a note that was left on the door. Whenever I'm not with Kib and he's in the office, I leave him a note. Sometimes it's a to-do list, other times it's just a feel-good statement, something that compliments him. But what I saw on the security camera perturbed me. That was not the note that I left. Anyway, Jeremy oh, and I spent the last hour driving to a random cafe, and he still hadn't told me what the favor was. So the favor, Steve, is that I've set you up on a date with Jenna. I wasn't sure if I heard Jeremy Jeff. correctly. I'm sorry, can you, can you say that one more time? I don't believe I stuttered, but just to make sure it's clear, you are going on a date with my ex. I heard Jeremy correctly. Oh, assuredly not. Out of curiosity, Steve, what time do you usually go to sleep? Like uh, at night? I don't know, 10 or 11? That works for me. I could probably come by your house around then. I immediately decided to go on a date with Jeremy's ex, and of course, there was another catch. All right, Steve, I want you to use this very tiny earpiece to communicate to me while you're talking to Jenna. Do you understand, Steve? Nothing in his hand. Yeah. I'm watching James act, and he's killing the game! Who the fuck is talking in the background? Oh, I've been spying! Oh, I'll call your neighbor! I did Mr. Sugar Bath! Get this guy up! What? What is this thing? Maybe I would never know what James was doing, but at least I was going on a date. Repeat after me. You're a champ. You're a champ. Yeah, say it back. You're a champ. 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 Start to get the voice. Get the voice. You're a champ. Take the tongue out of it. Imagine it's your brain. Imagine you're Professor X. You're bald. You're a champ. Okay, something's missing. Let me see. Can you cry on cue? No. Trick question. Nobody in Hollywood actually cries. You know what the secret is? What? Pain, baby. On the face, it goes. It's gonna fuck your eyes six ways Sunday. What it's he didn't do. have to, to put all that shit on your face. <laughs> he did, he did though. And cry. He but he did it. <laughs> Wait, pause it real quick. Dude, so that same fucking thing happened on the woods. Because I couldn't cry during the scene where you were dead. Oh, yeah. And then we had like the uh, the tear stick. Like yeah. the little fucking thing you rub under your eye. And yeah. I don't know. I don't remember if I did it or if someone else did it. But too much was put on me. And so I was like crying and like clogged up and stuffed up and fucking snot for like hours. Dude, that's so funny. You just couldn't cry. <laughs> I could now. You could I now, think. dude. I for sure could now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you could.
Thanks, bro. <laughs> you just leveled up, bro. Nice. Not bad. You're like (laughs) (laughs) Fuck bro You were on another level It was a a very Experimental Acting phase in my life For sure Shall I continue? Yeah Alright Steve Be aware She's inbound Five Four, three. All right, I'm going thermal. I'm going thermal. For no reason. I wasn't surprised you hit me up. I could tell from the second we met, you always wanted a piece of this hot ass. Oh, fuck. All right, Steve, repeat after me. Hello, Jenneth. I'm very happy to be here. You have beautiful eyes. And a great smile. A lot of people don't notice when I'm smiling. The last time I was this uncomfortable, I was on a 15-hour flight to Australia between two large men, both asleep the entire flight. No matter how hard I tried to move them, neither would wake. I peed my pants on that flight and later found out both the men were brothers and both were medically comatose due to a genetic anomaly. Their family lost two sons that day. I guess karma's kind of a bitch, huh? All right, guys, come on. Let's do another one. Let's do this. Come on. Action. The fucking Titanic music. <laughs> Dude, your tongue oh. out. I love you, Dad. Cut. Is it good? Dude, you look so stuffed up and fucked up. Meat. I've ever seen on screen. This is fucking burning! Michael! Get out of the way, magic bitch! My son is burning alive! We get that thing all set? We get that magic bitch! Off? It was taking forever to get the information I needed from Jenneth. Well, actually, it only took five minutes, but it felt like forever. You're very inquisitive for a white man. Thank you. The information Jeremy wanted was why she broke up with him. I assumed Jeremy wanted whatever answer she was going to give as evidence. That was my best guess. And we were almost at an answer. I normally avoid airing dirty laundry, especially about people I once dated, but if you must know... I didn't want to screw this up and have to go on another date, so I waited for Jeremy to tell me what to say. Yes, I must. Here we go, Steve. This is why we're here. Oh, thank God. Well, as you know, Jeremy and I had a long, productive relationship. But it's hard to make a relationship work when you're just not attracted to the other person. No, yeah, I'm sure that makes sense. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh. It turns out it wasn't some secret mission. Wise men say Music just hits, man. Steven Suptic. Did you like what you just saw? I did too. Well, Amazing. if you'd like to see the previous wow. episode, click here. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our legacy. Mm-hmm. 25 million views. Now, Dude. had that been monetized, that would have made approximately $100,000, 
leading to Rooster Teeth not being in the in the in the negatives with us <laughs> on our on our shit list. Right. Now, no, all joking aside. All joking aside. Dude, that's so funny. Like to I mean that shows you right there that like content like we wanted to make and YouTube as a whole found like, at its foundation kind of don't really mix. Yeah, and there's still this is obviously in my opinion there's still, there's still nothing. a world where we do that same story. Or we do it again. No, I was <laughs> just going to say, um, it's interesting to see like what our aspirations were with like wanting to move the just vlogging narration stuff to having a much more cinematic feel and, and finding that balance and stuff like that. Because honestly, had we done it better, the, the format was actually great. Yeah, I think that it was that- per- it was the perfect amount of vlog and cinematic stuff for it to have like the classic vlog funny shit that just can only happen when you're vlogging and then like funny scripted stuff and cinematic stuff and moving stuff. Um, and I like, there's still no one really doing it. You know what I mean? Like that's still does whenever exist. you have something that's narrative driven because, yeah. uh, it's people have to much, enjoy the narrative. It's yeah, up to like the narrative you're, now. You're, exactly. But also like people don't come to YouTube to follow a story. They come to YouTube for, a one-off video. Yeah, just like quick things. It's like, you know, on an extreme version of that, it's like TikTok. Like you couldn't carry a narrative through TikTok, you know, because people are there for like short videos. That they Even in podcast through. format. Like the podcasts are huge, but what people like about podcasts, oh, I guess that's not necessarily true. There are some podcasts that are very narrative driven, like a TV show, and that works. Right, but but may- like- maybe the podcast world's just a little bit different, you know? Yeah, like what I think should have happened overall is <clears throat> obviously we're grateful for everything that Rooster Teeth oh, of course. gave to we, us. We only and, joke about and, that shit. And, you know, the opportunities that they gave us and everything for that time. But I think like uh, what should have happened, and Rooster Teeth could have even been involved in this, is after we finished the first season, uh, we should have like b- been pitching that right away to bigger networks to pick it up because that first well, season we should have, we should have shot concept. They, they film, they have a production company. They film movies and shit. They should have said, we're going to be the production company that makes what you're making as a proof of concept. So we should have made an even more official proof of concept and used the, you know, people already like this. See mm-hmm. on YouTube, here's our proof of concept that no one's seen yet. It's just for you. It's a, a more like actual, like, cinematic experience of what what could go out and shop that around like that seems like a no-brainer but i think you know what it was and 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 this makes sense because because it's a business it's a youtube business primarily they knew that the money was the youtube views and the ads and all that and they just wanted to make have us kill it on youtube Make as much good content that goes viral as possible that's where it was the least amount of investment that they needed to make with the biggest return and you know and they believed in us so it was like this perfect what they hoped was this perfect like great you know what i mean yeah but like with with something like what we were trying to do uh it needed like a a next step yeah like like something more um less short-sighted yeah you know something to like invest in and like the time is going to take to produce that and then shop it around. And then, but if, and when it gets picked up for a full series or a full season with this bigger company, that's distributing it, then, you know, that's the beginning of something, but it's a big risk. Totally. Um, yeah. Cause that's the true investment, you know, like buying us and putting us on salaries to, and then, you know, taking the income that the show made, was not a risk really for them. It's, they, they could see it's like, it's like signing a, a record deal. It's not a risk because they know how much you're making and they're giving you X amount of years worth of, uh, in advance essentially of what you're making. If you didn't even grow 
and saying, okay, now we're going to take all that money for X amount of years. And then after that, we take a percentage. So it's like, it's, it really is a safe bet. You know what I mean? Like it was unfortunate what Rashid had to go through financially that, you know, put us on the chopping block for sure. Cause it wasn't just like, ah, we don't fuck with them anymore. It's like they, they got into a, a pickle ish, you know what I mean? With just things not doing as well. And we were just lower on the totem pole of like, we were one of the first people to be put on the chopping block, you know? Yeah. But I think that this, like, regardless of, of all of that, Sugar Pine 7 was never meant to continue as a YouTube mm. series. It was never. always meant, if that show lived on in any way, and maybe will one day, that was yeah. always meant to level up to the next tier of uh, being a show um, and being produced and distributed on a network or a streaming service or whatever and becoming an actual show. That's what the Dude, trajectory I, 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 of I that truly was. see... I see it happening one day. I see like what that was, was so fucking powerful and special. It wasn't just like a YouTube channel that blew up like, and, and, and just because whatever the fuck they were doing and blew up and then had its moment and then passed. It's like, and I know I'm biased because I'm involved in it, but <laughs> I'm involved I, in it. I'm involved in it, but I see sugar pine seven as something that like lives on as a proof of concept for something that was, special and totally totally could still if any of us ever got the opportunity to pitch it or wanted to work on some sort of thing to pitch it to have it be like a real show for you sure know? maybe I'll i do could that. see it man i know i some could people. see it yeah me too bro me too i have something exciting to tell you off the record off the record do you want me to record it and sure. keep it on the record I could keep it on the record. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for watching yeah. episode 261, I believe it was, of Beyond the Pine. We're glad to be back. We missed you. Next week, we are going to have a guest on the pod, so look out for a little bit of spice in the soup. It's hot, it's spicy, and it's a good time. Um, we love you. Thank you for watching, man. And guys, don't forget, in the name of the Spirit of the Spider... And the prostate and all the spirit of the spider, everybody, everybody else, and the spirit of the spider and the sparrow and the holy prostate. All my conversations start with explanations. Oh, I'm feeling.